Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And I'm Valerie Comer. Deb Kastner is back with us today to talk about CCR that includes service animals. So thanks, Deb, for joining us. Glad to be here. So this was actually a topic you suggested, and um, I thought we could start out by you telling us what prompted that suggestion? It's a great suggestion. So, but why? Why did you bring it up? What? What's the impetus behind it? Um, I did actually bring it up. I, um, I've always had an interest in service dogs. Um, I always had an interest in dogs in general. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had my own, but um, and I do have my own uh, emotional service dog. Um, so. I, I kind of started thinking about how that would work out in fiction. Mm -hmm. And I ended up pitching a six book series to Harlequin on, um, on different service dogs. It's all a big family, the Winslows, and they, all, they have a service dog program. And, um, and so I started looking into the different service dog, kinds of service dogs. Um, I'm very familiar with like breeds and things. So um, I didn't have to worry about trying to, to go from like, the beginning. I already had some <laughs> some <laughs> knowledge of the knowledge of the thing, but I found as I started writing these that I got a lot of very positive feedback from readers. Um, Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, um, so I know this was not something that I have ever really paid attention to when I'm reading. Like I, it's not. Like sometimes you, a topic will come up and you're like, oh yeah. And like, just off the top of your head, you'll have like five books. And then this one, I was like, have I ever had a book? <laughs> I don't know. So um, did, did Valerie uh, or Narelle, did either of you find anything surprising when you were looking into this? Exactly what you said. It's, um... <laughs> And um, I did searches, as you know, I searched my book recommendations that I have on my author blog and came up with nothing, which uh, <laughs> probably doesn't surprise anyone. But then again, I don't necessarily even note pets um, necessarily when you, when you write a book recommendation. So if it's not in the book description and if it's not in what I've written, then you miss it often as well. Right. Um, yes, but of course, the only books that came to mind were Deb Kastner's books. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I found the same thing that, um, that I just couldn't put my finger on really anything. And then when um, I started asking around, like, what is there? And people would give a recommendation. I would read the, the book description on Amazon and, you know, like 99 times out of 100, not that I looked at hundred books. Um, there was no mention of the, of the dog in the book descriptions here, like, is there or isn't there, right? right. And I think that's because we, we know that uh, a book description doesn't usually mention the supporting cast yeah. um, unless something super vital happens um, that pulls that character, in this case, a dog, um, in. So it was really hard to uh, to pinpoint places that uh, that might have a, a book that I wanted to read on the topic. Yeah, I agree. I was finding it interesting, though. I mean, as many canine books as there out there um, in the romantic suspense 
yes. category, you know that people love the dogs. But then when it came to it, I, I thought I'd find a lot out there. And I was really surprised to discover that there really wasn't much in the way of service dogs in, uh, in contemporary Christian. That, that was what I found was the romantic suspense or thrillers like those you can let's like they've got the dog with the canine vest on it on the cover yeah. you can tell right away but I'm like I need not romantic suspense or thriller I need, <laughs> I need normal just plain CCR and it it is tricky um but in today's world where like emotional support animals in particular have become much more accepted um I, I'm not surprised that you were able to get your series uh, picked up. You know, it's it's a good it's a good branch off. I feel like uh, to not have the suspense. Yeah, and it's amazing to me when I did start to um, you know really look into what kinds of service dogs there were. I mean, I knew about like hospital therapy dogs and dogs for the blind, that kind of thing. But it is amazing all the things service dogs can do. Yes. They can, uh, there's diabetes dogs, mm -hmm. there's dogs for um, people with autism. Mm -hmm. It's just incredible. I see on Instagram, I think it's on Instagram when I'm scrolling the reels, there is a woman who is training a dog to detect gluten in food. So it's for, for celiac disease. Like <gasps> the wow. dog will sniff the food and raise her paw if there's gluten in, in the uh, contamination. It's just, it's amazing what dogs can do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we are sort of opening the gates broadly in this topic. So therapy animals, they don't have to be officially trained service animals, like emotional support animals would count if you have a book with that, because there's not uh, really any official certifications for that, like there are with say a seeing eye dog. Um, so, you know, we're not getting into the nitty gritties of the legal differences between the types of therapy <laughs> dogs. Um, this is not really germane here. So um, I think we're ready. Deb's dog is ready, ready yeah. to, go. <laughs> uh, to jump into books and see what we found. So, um, Narelle, do you want to go first? I will go first with my one and only book. So <laughs> the one that I'm currently nearly, I'm reading at the moment, is Deb Kastner's book, The Marine's Mission. And this is one of her, um, what was the name of the series again? Did you have a Rocky Mountain It's called Family. Rocky Mountain Family. Yes. Yeah, so this is the series that Deb was talking about. And I love this story. Um, I used to go to the gym with a lady who had, who had been a um, veteran who'd been injured. Um, in one of the conflicts and she had a service dog who used to sit next to her in a spin class with people flying around <laughs> like bikes going crazy music really loud and this beautiful dog would just sit with her and oh yeah so I have a lot of fondness I've also been at um, Romance Rise of America and met Laurie Alice Eeks and she has a, had at that point the dog she had then was just absolutely adorable as well so I've known a few people that have had service dogs and we did think about getting a service dog for my son at one point in time as well but now we have an adorable cat that thinks she's a dog but that's a different story <laughs> so getting back to the book so I really enjoyed this one so um Aaron is um we when we first met him he's quite um brusque and um, really doesn't want to be having to go into Denver up to the mountains in, from Denver up to the mountains in Colorado to in the Rocky Mountains to find out about this program so he's there's basically this 
program that's being set up by Ruby for returning veterans and military people who um, are looking for support animals for different reasons. And um, he's a bit hesitant about it all. And then he really struggles to cope with the fact that the dog that, that she, he's matched with is Oscar. And Oscar is a poodle. And that was not the manly dog he expected. <laughs> I love that. That's and, a fun twist. Yeah. And, and I adore poodles. Like, I, I adore all dogs, but I do have a particular fondness for poodles. So I just thought a man, a military, military man with a poodle, I just think is adorable. So I just, and the setup for the story is just beautiful. And then it just moves on from there. So I just really liked how he's there for a four week program. And then you actually get to see how they work through the program and do the training and did some bits and pieces. And the romance obviously develops along with that. So I highly recommend um, looking up the Marines mission and all of Deb's books in her Rocky Mountain series, because there's just so much fun and really insightful. And you learn a lot by reading these books as well. Excellent. Excellent. Valerie, what's your first? Oh, my first, it's going to be Victoria Byland's book, The Two of Us. Um, Jake was a police officer whose hearing was badly damaged in the blast that killed his partner. And now he has a hearing dog. So I found that really interesting. Um, his dog's name is Pirate. He meets Maya in uh, Vegas when they are there for her sister's wedding, her pregnant sister's wedding, to his partner's son. Um, and they have opposing views on that marriage. Now, um, the story is not about pirate, um, but he's in just about every scene uh, because he's right there at Jake's side all the time and um, alerts him to if, if the doorbell's ringing or somebody's come in or all kinds of things like that. And if he's, if, if the dog senses that Jake is distraught, um, then he becomes an emotional therapy dog, basically. And you've got this very large dog, which I, as I recall, I think it was a German Shepherd, but I did not write that down, um, like crawling into his lap. And you're like, mm, big lap. <laughs> so um, I, I, and this was a book that uh, had been recommended, but when you read the, um, the book description, there's nothing in there about this um, dog pirate. Yeah. So I had to, I had to trust uh, <laughs> that he was in there. And when I saw that in the look inside, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read this one. And I really enjoyed it. Victoria I read that one too. I liked, I liked it a lot. Um, and I did uh, the crawling into the lap was really funny because yeah, it, 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 I think you're right that it was a, it was a big dog. It was um, a big dog. So it was just sort of surprising to, to picture, but I, my dad has collies, um, one of whom is like an oversized collie. He's huge for a collie and he thinks he's a lap dog. So he's this 110 pound collie that <laughs> wants to be in your lap constantly. I think often the big dogs think they're small. And, and yeah, there's actually a reason for oh. them to sit in the lap and they, what they do is they put pressure on the chest oh. of somebody that has PTSD or is having an anxiety attack and it, okay. and it actually calms them down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool, that's nice to know. There's a reason. Who knew? Yes. <laughs> Deb knew, Deb knew, cool. that's who knew. <laughs> that's very cool, okay. All right, Deb, what's your first book? 
Uh, my first book is by Melissa Storm. Um, she's writing a series of books called The Church Dogs of Charleston. Okay. And um, they are all chihuahuas, which <laughs> for me, I personally don't have chihuahuas or like chihuahuas all that much, but my granddaughter has one, my daughter, my middle daughter has one, my youngest daughter has one. So oh my goodness, they're so familiar with chihuahuas, even though we don't technically have one. We have <laughs> grand chihuahuas, big time. So this was an interesting book to read. Um, I read the third book, The Winding Path to Love. Um, and basically what, uh, what the over, overall series is, um, Pastor Adam, finds a mama and a little litter of chihuahuas in the nativity scene when it's really <laughs> cold outside. So he brings them in and he trains them up as therapy dogs. So while, um, so each, even though he started out with the little puppies, each of the books is actually about the grown-up dogs. Um, and this particular book, um, the heroine Caroline, um, Carolina, I guess it is. She, her mother had been in an accident and then couldn't walk, had a wheelchair. So they used the Chihuahua cupcake as a therapy dog. Um, I did think it was interesting at the end, they brought or took the puppy back. So, I mean, I guess I'm more into like service dogs, service dogs, where in my books, they get the dog, you know? Yeah. And in this one, they use it as a therapy dog and then brought it back so but they gave her another dog then so that was cool they gave her a chihuahua with two uh their two front legs missing so and the Spoiler mother was alert. in a wheelchair <laughs> yeah so I thought that was really neat yeah. when I when I, I think it. therapy dogs I have to say I don't right away think chihuahuas either, <laughs> no, either. no I mean neither because they're not really usually they're kind of one person dogs which I guess would be useful. I just think of them as yippy. They're like little yippy, oh, little yippy dogs. I, mean, I, so. I can see like a golden retriever just being like right there and adoring you forever. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah. Anyways, that's really interesting that's that cool. uh, that uh, Melissa's mind went to chihuahuas for that. So yeah, she she has two chihuahuas herself. So okay, I think that's maybe where that came from. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Maybe, maybe we're just biased, you know, with like the bad rap that chihuahuas get and we just don't know them personally. Oh, I think so. Although, you know, like pit bulls that get in trouble every time they look at somebody funny. Sure. And really, if you compare the two, chihuahuas are way worse. <laughs> <laughs> don't email us at yeah, right. story chats <laughs> with you. <laughs> Right. No, I said, like I said, I have grand chihuahuas. Grand chihuahuas, uh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and it also depends on how the dog's been looked after. So yeah, I don't that's even, true. If, and how I it's think if all dogs can be beautiful dogs if they're looked after properly, and every breed Absolutely. can also be a disaster if they're neglected. Yeah. Every dog has to be trained. There's no yeah, dog yeah. that cannot be trained. Yeah, yeah. My first book was Iris by Sharon Schrock. Um, and it has a Marine who was injured in the course of, uh, he was a military police officer and he, uh, somebody shot through the door at him and he got shrapnel in his eyes. So he's not completely blind, but he's 
mostly blind. So he still sees shapes and colors and such, but he, not enough to really function. So he has a seeing eye dog um, who also does help with his uh, trauma therapy as well, which I mean, I think dogs just in general are just so loving and empathetic that if you have a dog, you're going to have extra love in your life because that's what <laughs> dogs do. <laughs> um, so, uh, and he meets Iris, who's the veterinarian, the new veterinarian in town uh, when he, uh, he has to bring the dog, you know, to get looked at at the vet. Um, and he's just gruff and grumpy too, sort of uh, along the same lines of um, like, like, uh, Norel was mentioning, I, I think when you're, when you're injured, you're allowed to be gruff and grumpy. Um, and so Iris sort of, uh, helps to, because the dog, you know, she's like, that dog needs to be walked. He's not getting enough exercise. It's a golden retriever. She's like, you know, you're, you're not taking care of your dog. He's like, I take him out to go to the bathroom. And that's, she's like, that's not enough. That's he, he's bored and he's a very smart dog and he needs more exercise you are doing a disservice to this dog. And so she sort of harasses him into starting to live again because he needs to care for the dog that is there to help him. So I thought that was a fun little way to, to, to play that. Um, but it's, uh, again, another one where you don't see the service dog in the blurb, but it- I was just gonna ask <laughs> because it sounds like the dog is very vital to the connection between the two with her being the veterinarian yeah. so it's not in the blurb there either I don't recall it being in the blurb um the invisible dogs eh? yeah <laughs> yeah dogs need more blurb time <laughs> noted noted that's right so but it's really good um Narelle you said you just had the one is that correct okay that's that is legit that everybody gets busy sometimes uh Valerie do you have a second one well, yes, I do. I have three, actually. Overachiever this week. Um, That's okay. You've got, you can cover me. <laughs> well, Narelle, I read the uh, book after yours. I didn't read, was it The Marine's Mission? But I read yeah. Deb's second book, which is called Opening Her Heart. And so Avery is Ruby's sister, and they both work in these training the dogs and so forth. And um, so she raises and trains service dogs for assorted needs. And she sees how her dog, Sissy, reacts just before Jake's daughter. Seriously, both of these books have a guy named Jake. That's crazy. Um, I just realized that, sorry. Um, <laughs> just before Jake's daughter, Lottie, has an epileptic seizure. Okay. So yeah. the dog is like already over there, like nosing at her and, and Avery's like, she doesn't usually do this. Like, I'm sorry, my dog's not, she's not fully trained. She's still young, la da da. And then the little girl goes into a full seizure and the dog is like right there and stretches out beside her and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, so that whole story, again, really revolves around um, the dogs, not just Sissy, but uh, the other ones that are being trained at that thing. So um, Deb, are there more books in that series already released or are those two? Um, yeah, the, the, there's the first one that were before the two you just talked about. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, that's... So there's three already out in that series. Yeah, like, like Salvation. 
Okay. That was number one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I would have had that book, but my order got cancelled from our Christian bookstore. They must have run out of stock. I was very sad. Yes, I will track that book down. (laughs) Yeah. It's a fun series. All right, Deb, do you have a second book? Um, I actually don't, if I'm not going to talk about my own. So <laughs> You can talk about the Black Sheep's Salvation. Nobody's well, mentioned that one yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That, that was the first uh, book in the series. And um, uh, a guy named Logan comes back to town with his, his son who has autism. Okay. And so, um, so the, the, um, the Great Dane, it's a Great Dane in this book. And, who crawls um, into people's laps probably <laughs> yeah again yeah that's um, because All with right. autism they don't like to be touched mm-hmm. but they also um a lot of times like a weighted blanket or something works really okay. well for an autistic boy and um so yeah so molly works with uh the dog rufus and um and the boy and they end up um of course. Well, they were, they were, um, they actually, this is a second chance romance. So yeah, he came back after uh-huh. having not been a very good boy when he was younger. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but it's, this is a great Dane in this one. So. Oh, hello there, puppy. And speaking puppy. of dogs. Speaking of dogs. <laughs> Who's he? Introduce us. This is Gabby, Hi, my Gabby. emotional support dog. Hello, precious. <laughs> Hey, Gabby. I have a schnauzer sleeping over here by me. <laughs> <laughs> Too fun. Okay, Great Danes are so fun because they do, they totally think they're tiny dogs. Um, my cousin has a Great Dane and this massive dog just thinks that it is the tiny, like a chihuahua, just wants to be in your lap. It's like your head is bigger than my dog, but you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, so my second, um, I'm going to sort of cheat and um, mention a whole series. And the reason that I'm doing it is because in this case, they don't actually highlight a specific dog with a specific person so much, although they do in the fi- the last book, but there's uh, the implementation of a service dog program for vets with PTSD that is through woven throughout the series. So that's, that's how I'm sneaking around. And that's the Blackthorpe series by Kimberly Ray Jordan. And the the last book, you do see one of the dogs working with Marcus's sister. No, I don't remember her name. And I was hoping (laughs) I was going to get it, but it's gone. And I did not write it down. But um, but the dogs are trained. um, They're more emotional support versus like a service dog that you know, helps you see or navigate um, with a disability, but they're more for sensing anxiety and helping you calm. And they do like uh, climb on on uh, on their lap and like would push. She Kimberly describes that, and so it's interesting. She didn't say specifically why. So having Deb explain what that is that they're doing uh, was cool. So it's a fun series um, that I was surprised that I had missed because I really enjoy Kimberly's books. So I was surprised that I hadn't read it. Um, and I read like all six books in a week because they were just really good. So um, that was my second one. All right, Valerie, you said you had one more, right? I do. All um, right. I, 
I have been reading Lee Tobin McLean's Cottage at the Beach this week. I'm not quite done it. Um, and Lee is a, is a Christian author, and this particular series is for a sweet, clean publisher. But there is actually as much mention of prayer and God and church as in some Christian books that I have, have read. Uh, so I thought I could go ahead and sneak this one in here. Absolutely. Um, Erica is a teacher in an at-risk youth program in a school in a small town at the beach, hence the title Cottage at the Beach. Um, and Trey is a recovering ex-cop who's been told, he's been voluntold to help <laughs> with her program. It's kind of like you want to get back to work, you want, um, you, you want to, you know, get over things then here, this is, this is your task. And if these people think that you're doing a good enough job and are recovered well enough, then you can come back on the force. So he starts out with, um, with his police dog at his side, um, who is King and he's a German shepherd. And she has, she has this big sloppy untrained Golden crazy doodle. puppy was it a golden doodle like i was trying to remember doodle. yeah but just like completely untrained and just should dog doesn't listen doesn't anything and that drives <laughs> trey crazy because you know you're supposed to train him you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do that so um he had raised king from a puppy um but now early in the story he has to give king up to a working cop and so that is extremely traumatic for him and extremely traumatic for the dog and he's takes on helping erica train her excessively exuberant puppy um but they don't always get along with that because she's like what do you mean he's not trained? she's just a puppy yeah well like huge puppy that's making a mess of everything. So uh, it was, it's fun. I've still got about a quarter of that book to go, but, um, and I'm seeing that there's more of King coming back in towards it. And um, yeah, so that was a specifically police dog trained story that um, that's, doesn't veer into romantic suspense. It's solidly Christian contemporary romance or contemporary romance with with some uh, Christian overtones, so. Yeah, I agree. That's a, I, that one was on my list, but I figured you told me this afternoon you were reading it. I'm like, well, I'll just leave that one for Valerie. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, thank you. But you can go ahead and have opinions as well. I, I, mean, I think you covered it. It's, it's a fun, it's a really fun book. And I, it's, it kicks off a whole series of um, people who stay in that cottage uh, with their dog of some sort. So there's okay. dogs in that whole series. I yeah. haven't, uh, you haven't presumably to. you can tell that this is the first one in that series that I've read, though I've read tons and tons of Lee's other books. So I had one more too, which is Forgiven by the Hero by Tara Grace Erickson, which is from last year's Freedom Ridge series. And uh, the hero is training search and rescue dogs. Oh, interesting. In that one. So, um, and so there's, uh, there's a little avalanche at one point and his dogs are useful in helping make sure that they find the people who are trapped in the avalanche without giving too much away. But so since he's in the mountains of Colorado, search and rescue dogs for hiking and snow or, or summer times, you know, uh, those dogs can be very useful. 
So they're not a huge part of the plot, but they're enough of that I figured it counted. <laughs> I love how um, in all the books that we've talked about, the, the dogs each have such a unique purpose and, and uh, like I wasn't really aware, I kind of was, but I'd never really stopped and thought about all the different types of emotional or physical support dogs. But we've talked about a seeing eye dog, a, a, a hearing ear dog, is that a thing? That's what I've always <laughs> called them. I don't know if that's right or not. But yeah. And you know, the, 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 cop, the cop's dog and the epileptic seizure and the autism and mm -hmm. and so many areas I mean it's it is a really cool thing so yeah I think it was interesting and fun that you were able to um, interest a publisher in a series based around that I'm sure you're going to have a good time with uh, with the remaining books in that series as well yeah very much all right so Deb thank you we're we're good on time so this is probably a good time to wrap things up. Thank you for joining us again. Um, tell us where we can find you and your books online. Do you have anything coming out anytime this fall? Yeah, actually, it, uh, December 27th, I have the fourth book in the series. And it, it is uh, based, well, they're all based in Colorado. <laughs> and this one is a search and rescue oh, avalanche nice. book. <laughs> oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. And it also happens to be love inspired, like the search or the uh, service dog so much that they decided they were going to do a whole year of books about service dogs. Oh, so excellent. my, this book, this January book is going to be uh, the one that, that kicks it off. It's called Canine Companions. Okay. And there'll be a book every month that has a, a but they're not all your books. Some kind. Not all my books, no. That's but, exciting, though. Yeah. You started called, a trend. Yeah, I <laughs> somehow did. <laughs> yeah, so that book is called uh, Their Unbreakable Bond. Okay. Nice. And it's it's available for pre-order now most places. Um, you can find all my books at debcastnerbooks.com. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. Good, Excellent. good. Excellent. Thank you everyone for joining us at Story Chats. Please drop a comment. Let us know. Maybe we maybe we missed your favorite service dog slash therapy dog book. I'm sure that there are more oh, out did. there that we just didn't know. So let us know what we missed. Um, let us know about dogs. Don't take us to task too much about the Chihuahua thing. You know, please. <laughs> but um, We'd love to hear from you. So you can drop a comment on YouTube or on the Story Chats Facebook page, whatever whatever makes you happy. And um, if you want to find information about the podcast, go to inspiromance.com slash storychats. And if you are watching on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone.